Hi, I'm Claudia and you're listening to The Brain and Brand Show, where you'll hear science and inspiration from guests like neuroscientist Dr. Tara Swart. Hey guys, welcome back to The Brain and Brand Show. I'm your host, Timothy Maurice. And today I'm bringing you part three of my three-part series on the book Noise, a book about how we are all influenced to make decisions we would not have made had we not been pushed by silent forces. This body of work is about a flaw in human judgment. It's written by Daniel Kahneman, Olivier Sibonian, Cass R. Sunstein. I want to thank you so much for choosing this episode. And if you haven't already, go back and listen to episode one, where I introduce the background of the concept. And then in episode two, I share the three levels of noise. And finally, in this episode, I'll share what the authors call a noise audit and how you can put in place systems to reduce noise. This three-part series is meant to make the ideas in the book really simple. What I want to do is enable you to recognize it in your own personal and professional life and apply the research immediately. Please drop a comment on whichever platform you're listening about how you're enjoying the podcast. Now let's dive in and discuss how to conduct a noise audit. The first thing you do is decide what are the acceptable gaps between two people making the same judgment. Here is a simple example. If two insurance claims adjusters are inspecting the same accident, the payout should be the same. But because of noise or the fact that two people bring their unique set of experiences and unique lenses on the problem and ultimately see the case differently, there will be a difference in the indecision of how much to pay out. So the question becomes, what is the acceptable range when two adjusters are experiencing the same accident? Write down what the acceptable ranges are and what they're not. The second step in your audit is to get a number of people in the same position and present them with scenarios that include numbers. For example, ask your entire sales team what the acceptable amount of time would be before you follow up with a client. Keep in mind, you already have a number anchored in your mind, but the different answers in relation to the answer you have in your mind gives you a clear picture of just how much noise you have in your system. The key is to make sure people at the same level and position answer the question and not people from varying positions. Measure and map questions and answers against people at the same level. Noise audits are a powerful way to remove the emotion, particularly when you are trying to make decisions that affect the bottom line and you've got the same people looking at the exact same problem and the data shows that people are bringing their unique set of biases and their unique backgrounds and their unique experiences and their unique cultural influences causing them to see the same thing differently. Now, this is very important that you get this, that you can reduce this noise in the next part. So I'm going to show you now how to reduce the noise by adding a system in front of the decision-making process. Now that you've conducted a noise audit and you decide that the gaps are unacceptable and you can't have the same people responding so differently to the same scenarios or the same question, then the next step is how do you reduce the noise? A little noise will always be there. But according to the authors, you can go on a noise reduction exercise. They call this decision hygiene. The authors point to an example of decision hygiene 
when a doctor sterilizes a knife before she operates on you. By doing this every time, she cuts out the chance of infection. Or when you wash your hands consistently, you reduce your chances of getting and spreading a virus. By putting systems in place that you do regularly ahead of your decision-making processes, you put filters in place to reduce biases in hiring, gender biases, and all sorts of exposure to unnecessary risk. And at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're protecting yourself from making decisions that are below your highest ideals, all because of unseen noise. This is a really long book, but I do think it's worth buying. I hope my goal of making these complex ideals simple helps a little. Please rate the podcast and share with someone who could reduce some of the noise in their life. Until next time.